Oh, yeah, I didn't record anything. I just love it. What about you? Do you like that opening, Adam? I have to. It gets me every time. I have to. You have to love it? Yeah. Why? Because it came with the box. Oh. But these other buttons. Uh, you can record your own. Like, you can take clips off the internet. Oh. But everything I want to put on there is music. And I don't own the own the rights to that music. Yeah. So if you could start playing the guitar, though. I have one. P- play it. <laughs> yeah. Did your dad get it to you? No, it was actually my cousin Jason's guitar. Hmm. He always said he was going to learn to play it, and he never did. And so now it's meant for me to play it, and I have never even picked it up. I have uh I used to have an old electric guitar. Did you? Like, yeah, it looked like this big. It was the same style that Slipknot play with. Oh. But uh, it just hung on my wall. You never touched it. Mm. Then it broke, and I threw it in the dumpster. Wow! Did it break? Fell off the wall. On purpose? No. Somebody knocked it off. With their head? Uh, with their body. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Dang, it feels like I haven't been in this seat in a minute. No, we haven't because we have things going on. Uh, right. You had to work a lot. Yeah. You know what's funny? And I had to go out of town. All that work I did, um, they didn't even look at any of the stuff I did. None of it. <laughs> Not even one time did they look at Anything that I did. So you did that for nothing? Uh, I mean, I've been telling myself that a lot in uh, deep depression. But when I went back and realized (laughs) it needed to be done anyway. So, you know, I did it for longevity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like It needed to be done. So I did it during a time I thought it needed to be done. Didn't. So it's done. Hmm. And I just got to keep up on it. You know what I mean? And you went to a, you, you got a day off after you went to a concert? Yeah. So they made me, because I was over, almost over 60 hours. And like, I guess there's like a legal limit or something. I don't know. You start to get in trouble if you go over 60 hours uh, in a week. And um, I was on track for that. So they made me take a day off in the middle of the week. <laughs> And it was perfect because they're like, yeah, you want to take Thursday off? I'm like, yeah, I got a concert Wednesday night. It's perfect. Was it a Christian concert? No. Mm-hmm. No. Makes no, sense. but this man um, did go see. It was good. It was good. It was, it was a good concert. 
But it wasn't Christian? No. No? Was there a lot of Christians there? <laughs> Myself. Maybe one other, that one of my buddies that was there. The rest I couldn't confirm or deny. Did, uh... It wasn't a Slipknot concert, if that's what you're alluding to. No, but did you... Did you or a corn concert that you were supposed to go to. And didn't go did to. you in any way, shape, or form spread the gospel while you were there? Oh, yeah, I always always throw Jesus out there. To, to random people. Random people. And, and you it's in, quoted scripture. Uh, no, I just talked You about, can't just be I just like, talked about Jesus. I didn't quote scripture. I was to just, who? Just random people that would talk to me. But, eh. God's listening to you right now. Do you now. know? Do you know Jesus? Well, I don't. I don't know specifically. It was loud in there, dude. The, the opener was a rock band. And um, do you remember the? Uh, I was headbanging. So. Do you remember the show that we went to? Yes. And do you remember show? when I was there, and uh, we were going in, and and I was. Uh, labeled as a good godly man, and you were labeled <laughs> as a a heathen. Well, I didn't, he didn't say heathen. Now nah, he wanted to, but he I had mean, to let you in. You know, when you are a fan of horses that live in the cold, I mean, snow donkeys. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. how how did that? What I think you you were wearing a shirt that said "Hey Jesus Aves." Yeah, I said, "Jesus saves, bro." Jesus Aves. Yeah, like your tattoo. Yeah. Oh, you have a tattoo of Jesus Aves. Where? What does that have to do with snow donkeys? <laughs> Pray do tell. What? <laughs> Adam, you need to scoot in a little bit, buddy. I don't want to now. Come on. Bring it in. Oh. Bring it in, buddy. There you go. <sighs> we went and seen our favorite comedian. Um, that was a good show. Shout out Dio Vaughn. Dio Vaughn, the rat You're queen. awesome, dude. That was a good show. We went to do that and then came home and uh, just life got in the way of things again um you had to work i had to go out of town yeah you work your work got in the way too is that's what i past couple weeks yeah yes well i mean i'm here now so i guess it wasn't a couple weeks yeah i think it was like four weeks or something (laughs) i worked really hard to get here to do this like what is like that's kind of a crazy thing to think about when you when you look back at it it's like all it takes is one person to say hey your boss. Hey, I need you to pull your weight a little more around here. Yeah. Um, I need you to drive two hours away mm-hmm. and um, cook shrimp and steak for your dinners when you're done. Yeah, my coworker burnt the shrimp. <laughs> I thought you were cooking it all. No, I cook the steaks because he'll overcook them. Yeah. And my, my coworker's clean and sober now. Yeah, he's sober for past six months. Praise God, that's awesome, dude. How's he doing with that, by the way? But he's he... doing really good. But when he was drinking, yeah, the shrimp was amazing. This is the first time he cooked it sober, and he <laughs> burned it. 
Oh, so he was the shrimp guy? Yeah, he's always been the shrimp guy. Like, he's... Burnt shrimp's all right, though, right? No, because he, he makes really, like, this little shrimp, and then he puts it in, he sautés it in butter, and then boils it in butter and something Ooh. else, and it's always really good, but he let it sit there for way too long while he was watching TV. Dang. Yeah, it kind of turned a dark color. Black or I brown? still ate them all, and they were a little tough, but I ate them all. Yeah, I guess they get chewy, huh? Yeah, they do. I mean, I like shrimp jerky, but I these, these the Mexican market. I forget what they're called. Maybe just camarones, but they're salted. It's the whole shrimp head and everything, and it's just like dried, and they're kind of chewy, but they're so good. You gotta eat the head first because the spikes from the. Mm. Poke your your gums. I'll bring you some. They're really good. I, I think you'll like them. Be all right. Live in America, and we take Dang. the heads off. No, no. Yeah, and the tails. I'm happy. Like we don't have to eat everything. I think I just said shrimp in Japanese, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the type that eats everything, man. I eat the tails if they're crispy enough. I um, I eat I eat pretty much everything. Why? Some crunchy stuff. <laughs> I mean, I like to. I don't like to like. I'm not a big fan of brain. Brain's got a weird taste. I could imagine. Um, and liver, I can eat it, but it's just it tastes like Play-Doh to me. I, I ate way too much of that as a kid. I only had it once. Heart, uh, heart is delicious. Nah, I tried a chicken heart one time, and it was like eating a bouncy ball. Oh, that was overcooked. That's enough for me to say I'm never doing that again in my life. Like eating a bounce. Are you sure that wasn't a yeah, gizzard? That was a gizzard. I was at, no, it was a heart because we were at that. Uh, Heart's tender. We're at that. Uh, what's that restaurant in town where you have a thing and you turn it red or green and they come by and they just shave? Tucanos. Yeah, it was there. Yeah, dude. That was. And they had chicken hearts on a stick. No, it wasn't a gizzard. They said it's chicken heart. It was chewy? And it was like that. Yeah. I remember biting into it, and it was like, it didn't just it, spit it back on the table. <laughs> Who are you with? Uh, ex-girlfriend. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I've never had chewy heart. Gizzards are, if they're fried right, I'll eat them. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to crock pot them first, boil them first or something. Or just throw them away because you don't cr- have to eat that no, part because no, 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 we yeah. live in a society where you don't have to eat the bad parts of the chicken. You just eat the good yeah, the but meat. That, that chicken gave his life for you. I, mean, actually, that's that's not about, I don't like chickens. Um, the shrimp gave his life for you, man. Yeah. What about you don't have to kids? eat his head. Shrimp kids and shrimp family. What if they just find his their shrimp dad's head just because you didn't eat it? Oh, hey, there's then dad. They'll Look, know that their dad made a bad a choice. Back. Made a bad choice. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm sorry, guys. This is a Christian podcast. Yeah, that is that is true. We did something exciting tonight. Um, I think it went great. Yeah. Don't you? Played some foosball. 
got to good talk turnout. to some high school kids. Very good turnout. We had uh, eight. We had seven seven young men seven and, boys, and one yep. gal. Seven young men. And they all they all turned up. We had ordered five pizzas and they ate six and a quarter. Yeah, I mean, I might have ate most of that, but yeah. <laughs> um, but it was our first. Uh, that's our first kickoff, October twenty sixth. Put it in your history books. Is the first. Yeah, that was good, man. Street smart Christian youth night. We're going to continue on Wednesday nights here at the church. Yeah. We've good. got a playbook that was uh, we dev we got to partner up with the FCA and they gave us a uh, some discipleship programs and things like that. Um, I it, it's crazy everything kind of going together. The the people that do a youth night in Simla at a facility called Crossroads. It's not a church. It's just a building that these husband and wife purchased and they do a youth group night. But they Doesn't do that make it a church. Well, I get well. Church is everywhere, but it's not. They don't have like Sunday service. Oh. It's just a, it's just a youth building, and they do, but they do from like four years old, three years old, to seniors in high school. They have, yeah. and they do it all week. And uh, he reached out to me today about this Dare to Share program. It's in Littleton in Denver and it's free and it's a discipleship program too. And they, they invited me last year and I didn't, I didn't get to make it, but this year he's like, even if you don't have any kids to go, we'd like you to just go and experience it. So that's on November 12th. That's one of the most important things with the way that we're approaching the youth ministry for me, at least it's, you know, building leaders. We're not trying to, to supplement or take over as the parents of the kids. We're not trying to take over the pastor of the kids. We are trying to get these kids to go out on their own and, 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 you know, talk to their friends about Jesus. And, you know, there was a good point brought up. It's like when you sit there and even as adults, you can apply this yourself. You think about how many of your friends today can Mm -hmm. you sit there and say, I don't think that they are saved. I don't think they have given their life to Christ. Yeah. I have, I mean, most of my friends, most of them, I think, I think have a relationship. I don't know how devoted it is, but I try to surround myself with like-minded individuals. You know, you want to, if you're a lion for God, you want to surround yourself with other lions. Right. But, um, it's crazy to think back. I remember growing up, I didn't have you, any thought, friend, not many of my friends growing up believed. No. And I always, I was raised with it, right? Yeah. So that's where the difference is, is. I was raised knowing who Christ was and what he had to offer. I never spread the gospel. I never went out of my way to lead an FCA or to do a prayer athletes with prayer. We had, that's what we had when I was in yeah. prayer athlete, something I forget, but I never did that. I had the knowledge. I never used. And it's, I'm ashamed that I didn't, but yeah. Cause I, I've been with Rick places that are not the church and run into strangers. And I don't know if he does it every time, but I've seen him a few times ask strangers, like after just kind of an introduction and Hey, how you doing? Oh, my name is blah, blah. And then I've heard Rick ask people, what's your relationship with Christ? Dang. 
And I mean, there's one or two answers. It's either they, there is one or there isn't. A lot of times people will say, well, you know, I used, I've been to church or I used to go to church they, all the they time. They skirt around the question. Or, or sometimes they'll say, Dance. well, you know, the church has gotten so corrupt or church people, hypocrites, hypocrites and, and mean spirited people and judging and da 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 da. da. So I, well, I don't even go because I don't want to associate with hypocritical people that are telling me I can't do this, that, or the other, but I know dang well they did it their entire life. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand salvation. A lot of people don't understand grace and mercy. Yeah, forgiveness. They it's just think way. if you step foot into this church building, you're, you've are you got to be perfect and you got to walk that straight and narrow. And that's what we're really, you're striving to do that. But I think I fall short more times than we I get it do. right. We all do, yeah. I, I mess up more times than I get it right. Um, I... <laughs> I wake yeah. up messing up 90% of the time. Oh yeah. I mean, I, and I, and I'll get it in my head that I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna have any ill will or frustration or I'm not going to curse today. I'm not yeah, going to, yeah. when you say that, when you make dude, those cursing is so bad, you know, we, me up. and you have a lot of comfort, uh, confrontations. <laughs> we have a lot of, yeah, we have a lot of, uh, I was looking at myself and my little camera right there in the center. We uh we have a lot of a talks, if you will, about addictive things that we don't think is addictive right away, but cursing. That's a huge one, dude. It's like second language. If you were brought up around that, you say it without even thinking about it. Even- and I tell myself, like, I have a lot of failures. Um and struggles with worldly things and things that I, you know, of the flesh or mm-hmm. whatever it is that sin. I struggle with sin. All sin. And I, and I struggle with a lot of that. And I'm always telling myself, oh, I'm not going to cuss today. I, every time I do that, I end up. Oh yeah. Within the I first did. couple of hours <laughs> and I work on a, cons- in, a in construction. So it's, yeah, I, you know, it's just second nature for me to cuss yeah. at my coworker or, poking fun at them or whatever and using curse words and um, well, it doesn't help when you're around other people that use it as a second language yeah you know it's like well i don't my wife well no like when you're at work oh yeah your co-worker yeah. he's not clean talking no i don't the other cuss people you home. run into that yeah that's the thing i don't i don't curse at home i don't curse in front of my son I right mean, lord forgive me uh as we spoke about slipping up i yeah dropped a few and Explodes in front of my son. He knows better, but right. he sits there and says, Hey, Dad, that's bad. I said, No, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Don't say the things that I say. No, it's hard. It um, is very hard, man. And that's, I I want to go back to what you were saying, how Rick, um, yeah, just I've heard him. It's just like, I've heard what's, him. What's your relationship with Christ? That is awesome. Yeah. I think that that is the most, because it's not like, a, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do and you I, know what Jesus Christ did for you? Right. It's what is your relationship? Yeah. What What are your Jesus What Christ? are your thoughts? And that's that to me. I'm like, man. I've never. I don't think I've ever. I mean, no. I be, have. I think in conversation. It's because I me. mean, let's just get right to it. You don't say that stuff because you you automatically hear a response in your head mm-hmm. that when you you're just talking to somebody. Yeah. What's your relationship with Christ? What weirdo? 
Yeah, yeah, like, you always get a, a reaction. Don't, whatever, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. uh, uh, it's great. Or they're going to say, like, 90% of my friends would say something sp- smart, Alec. Really? Oh, yeah, and and say things that are beyond offensive. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why did I, I even ask? Because why did Bluey. <laughs> Oh, well, that or just they would turn it into something so twisted that it would just make me sick. Like, really? Yeah. But I would sit there and put on a fake smile. I'm like, oh, <laughs> after they just sat there and belittled my God. Yeah. Well, that's 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 something that you got to remind yourself is that no matter what anybody can do, it doesn't make our God any smaller than he is, man. He's No. He's, there's only one, guys. And, you know, I've had deep conversations with two of my coworkers that, say some pretty pretty blasphemous things if you want yeah if you want and i just you know it came to a point where i was just like okay i have shared my testimony with these people and these individuals and that's it you know yeah. and, and if they bring it up i'm more than happy to answer you know with to the best of my ability but i don't go out of my way anymore to just be like you know this and it's kind of funny because of because of the fact that I had, had those conversations. Mm-hmm. These individuals would just out of the blue bring it up, yeah, on their own, right? You know, and then as, if if I engage correctly, they'll 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 learn something. But if I don't engage correctly, it turns into the whole joking yeah thing, like oh, blah, blah, dude, blah. and I hate it when they got a joke because <sighs> you're not you can't. All you can do is continue to live by example. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let it affect you to the point to where you're going to get they're going there because that's exactly what the the demons are trying to get you to they do. Want you to get upset. They're trying to get you to get mad and turn into that hypocritical, like, Whoa, dude, that judgmental. Cri- yeah, like, no. yeah, that's all they're trying to do, and it's like, yeah, it just. But so. I think that's a lot of the reason why I don't bring it up to my friends. But you know, Jim brought up a good point tonight. Like, how many? That hit me for how many of your friends are saved? That hit me because I'm like, I remember that, and you know, I don't. I'm in touch with the real ones still that I that I grew up with, and they believe they know Christ. Right. That's just one of them I know for sure has a relationship. A couple of the other ones, you know, they might be prodigal son in it up right now but you know right but i have so many friends too that proclaim that they are um they know christ and they're and they're christian and that's what the grand boys were telling me that a lot of their friends know of christ right say they're christians but they are not in their eyes no and and our own eyes are not going to determine whether or not you're a Christian or you're you have a relationship with Christ, that's between you and your heart with God. Right. Well, but it's it's blatant. You can see it. And so you got to equip yourself with what I like to call the gospel gun. And you know, gospel gun. You go. Yeah. In in John three three it says Jesus replied, "I tell I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God." So you can you can say you know Jesus yeah. till you're blue in the face, mm-hmm. but then what? You know, I think we talked about that in youth group last week. You can you can say, oh, yeah, I know there's a Bible. And, oh, sure, I believe in God. But then what? 
Until you are truly born again, you will not see the kingdom of God. And by being born again, that is accepting and and being obedient to Christ. That is accepting him first, you know, gaining your salvation and being obedient to Christ. That's not just, oh, yeah, I said a prayer once in church and then I do whatever I want. That's great. That's the first step. But a tree without water produces bad fruit. Mm -hmm. If anything at all. Yeah. So... (laughs) Yeah, until you are truly born again, mm-hmm. you will not see the kingdom of God. And that, that's in the red letters. That's that's Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Straight from his mouth, guys. And, and it's the truth. And in verse 5, it says, because in verse 4, Nicodemus says, What do you mean? How can an old man go back to his mother's womb and be born again? You know, I like how they put yeah. those silly, like... <laughs> That's the, like the, you, yeah, and that was Nicodemus. I yeah. mean, that was that was a, high, was a high, that was priest. yeah. So it's like, what do you mean? I'm I'm an old man because guys, you can be born again anytime. You can be ninety nine and a half years old, be born again, and die in two days, mm-hmm. and and seek out the kingdom of God. I mean, it's that's what it truly means to be born again. But Nicodemus is trying to make Jesus look he's like an idiot, legalistic, and he's like, what do you mean? How am I supposed to, how do you crawl back into your mother's yeah. womb? And she pushes you back out again. Well, that's dumb. Nico, this is being Nico born a in the spirit there, because Jesus goes on and says in verse five, Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of the water and of the spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind, but can tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain how people's people are born of the spirit. You just are. Yeah. It's like wind. Yeah. You hear it. You know, it exists. You can't see it. <laughs> you know, it's there. You know where it's, you, you're like, where's it coming from? <laughs> yeah, you, just as just as your mom gave birth to you, you can give birth to your new spiritual life. Mm-hmm. And and that's amazing. When you can throw away all the junk that you used to go through and nail it to the cross mm-hmm. and truly know what it means to be born again. Now, that doesn't mean just like when kids are born, they're not born perfect. Mm-mm. They struggle. They're born helpless. And they, yeah, so you're born again. You're going to go through the same things over. You're going to have growing pains. Yeah, that's, that's been awesome because I use a a bite. It's a, it's a meditation app. Yeah. Um, It makes me have to go to the bathroom because what you have, because there's no other set. Yeah, there is. What other set is there? Birds? Go to music. You send me all the waterfalls. Well, no, it's. Well, you didn't send me any with flowers. It's well, you've got to set it yourself, pot. dude. So, the past three, four days, it's been going over children. Like, and Matthew 18, three through four. Yeah. Is one that they did today. And yesterday was Matthew eleven twenty five. Luke mm-hmm. 18, 15 through 17 like these are all biblical uh verses pertaining to kids and and what i thought 
was great because you know most of y'all know I'm a single father and raising a child one of the, one of the meditations brought up you know how do you approach God when you're not getting what you want when life isn't going good look at a child how does your child approach you when they're not getting what they want you know um and God has the patience for us to to sit there and say, hey, I know you're upset. I know you want this right now, but you're not ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not listening to me. It's cool. Yes, I am. <laughs> you're not ready for it. <laughs> I'm always Dang. listening. Dang, dude. I was listening. You went, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because... <laughs> I was listening. Yeah, what I say? <laughs> talking, about, <laughs> talking about meditating <laughs> and your son you and being a single dad. No, that. I didn't check you out. Just check out. I was went, listening, and I have to edit yeah, this, so I'm going to listen went, again. Kevin, I've heard this one before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I think that booing was for you. <laughs> Is it the slap, my favorite one? <laughs> I don't get to hear it because my headphones. Are oh, yeah, that was the slapping. Yeah, that's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I did. I hijacked you on um, talking about Jesus and Nicodemus. Didn't I? I mean, it's fine. I let you. I, I don't bring it up. I just did, I guess. Yeah, no, it was good that you talked about the meditation apps and how it's going through things that are helping you realize that you can't do it on your own. Yeah. In a roundabout way, that's what I said. I was listening to you. (laughs) That you need Christ. No, that's that's everybody, man. I I know I'm, I need it every day. Yeah. Every day. And I, so I guess the, the golden is to ask yourself, how many of your friends are saved? How many of your family members are saved? Yeah. Do you even care? Is that, you is that a thought that you even entertain? So what did Jim say? There's a statistic that says less than 10%, 10% of 17 year olds. Yeah. Ever hear about God or even want to be saved? Yeah, or it, know was about it, ever it. Know, was it ever no or or just go without being saved yeah they just go without accepting well they and go, i gotta i gotta think like of all 17 year olds if they make it to 17 nobody asked me that question when i was in yeah, high school i never dude like i knew of christ my whole life i don't think mm-hmm. i truly accepted him until my 20s oh yeah that yeah and it was hard fought yeah he fought hard for my heart man oh, yeah. and, I, and i just i even then i even knew then, christ but i didn't know what it meant to be saved like i all i knew all i knew what it was was i i used to as a kid always pray god if you just uh help me out with this just one time god i won't i won't do this anymore or i'll do yeah well well, yeah i wasn't doing that when i was 11 but (laughs) i mean Uh, to each sorry, their own. I'm sorry, mom. Sorry, I mean, mom. I don't know how they do things in your culture, but. 
but in my culture, you have to be over the age of 18. Okay, did you wait till you were 18 till you drank beer? No. How old were you, Adam? 15. No, you were younger than that. Oh, well, to taste one, I was probably like... You weren't sneaking them? 11 or 12. See? Sneaking them? A taste, not sneaking them. Not drinking them, okay. I was probably 15 when I snuck them. 14 or 15. Yeah. And that's see that's the crazy thing, man. It's like, as a as a kid, you don't think about any of your choices. I guess at least I don't. I don't think I did. I just no. did. I didn't think. I didn't. I didn't go. Well, hmm. Maybe if I jump off this, I'll break my leg. No, I just jumped off and then hoped oh, I didn't. No, break. I I thought about those kind of things. Oh, really? I don't know. That, that might be another thing in your culture. You don't have <laughs> repercussions. Hey, if I tackle someone with my head down, maybe it won't. It'll work, and it won't give me a concussion. I, I definitely did had, that a few times. I definitely had a fear of breaking stuff or dying. As a kid, I did, I wasn't too much of a daredevil. I had friends that were. And then I would see them get really messed up. And I'm like, that's <laughs> why see, you told you. That's why God gave me discernment at a young age. Yeah, see, you didn't even know him very well. No, I didn't. I didn't. You knew of him. I didn't ride motorcycles or do things crazy and crazy bike jumps or trying every, to jump off of things. Or, every time I've ridden a bike, I get hurt. I could see that. Except for like a bicycle. That's all right. Uh, nah, yep, nope, those two. That has nothing to do with culture. That's it's just strictly how you they might have just left you outside too long and didn't really give you any guidance. <laughs> well, I mean, I was, I was born really soon. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get enough time to, to bake in the oven, I don't think. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Hey, praise God, I'm still here. I am been through many yeah horrible instances and god has a plan for me and and, and every now, single one of you that has not made the greatest choices in life or you know maybe in the throes of it there is hope when you submit your life to christ and now you're living a second corinthians five seventeen. this means that anyone who belongs to christ has become a new person the old life is gone and the new life has begun. Those are from the words of Paul, the apostle. Apostle Paul, man. That's what he truly believed, that your old life is gone. Think about that, what he did. <sighs> the weight of what he said right there. Well, I think a lot of people need to think about what he did. Because a lot of people have a hard time believing that somebody in prison who did horrific things can be saved and go to heaven especially people who had those horrific things happen to their friends or family. But not just that, but there's a ton of documentaries out there right now that are really folk, like people, the, you know, entertainment industry likes to keep people scared and keep them into sick, twisted, perverted things on TV. And a lot of people watch these things. And then, I mean, I, I don't know if they're truly, but you know, I've heard, I've heard Rick talk about Ted Bundy. Um, I recently been watching podcasts or seen some things come around my Christian feeds where it 
the minister that baptized Jeffrey Dahmer is being interviewed and how Dahmer supposedly, and I don't know, that's between Dahmer and God. I don't know. That's, that's the key thing. Is and I don't, but I don't focus all my attention. Like, I hope he did. Mm-hmm. I hope he did. And I'll probably get a lot of flack for that, but I hope anybody does. But it, who am I to say if he really did and is in heaven? I mean, all he had to do was give his life to Christ yeah. and become obedient, whether that's in prison or not. People are like, no, God would never, because of what he did. Yeah, that's you guys a, that's need a, it. The guy that wrote 90% of the New Testament, 95% of the New Testament was worse than that. Mm-hmm. The well, guy who claimed to was, be the chief of all sinners. That's the, why he saw Christ. He became an apostle because Christ came down and said, hey, why are you He was so me? bad. I mean, think about that, guys. He was so bad that Jesus... Had to come and show himself blinded him. to Paul. Blinded Paul. Because he, he loved Paul. He loves every single one. He of loves us. everybody. It doesn't matter. So a There's lot of people, you know, I, I everybody has a right to be upset and about the actions that some people took. But, you know, and I'm not saying that every serial killer or murderer or criminal or anything like that that's ever been on Netflix or had a documentary all accepted Christ because obviously they didn't. And then they, you know, unfortunately they're, they're in the pits of hell, but um, there was a couple that they, they claim did now, whether there's there, there were true in their salvation, um, whether they were true in their acceptance and their repentance. I, I don't know. I can't speak for them, but I pray that you they know, did. What's, what's crazy is that, the world wants you to suffer. No, oh, yeah. And because of that, you know, because in the world you're going to suffer, it jades people. You know, what and they is want, it? they want, they, they're like, man, my life, I'm a, I'm a good person. I've done these things. Why am I suffering? And, and, or why is there starvation in the world? Why is there this stuff happening? So they want, they want to, they're so enthralled by the world that they're like, Hey, you did a bad thing. You're going to burn in hell for eternity. Like Mm -hmm. that's, you know, suffering. Yeah. And we're, you know, a lot of these mega churches and a lot of these false teachers out there are on a works based faith. I mean, they're, 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 yeah, they, you, yeah, it's all by works. And, and it says right here in the book, you can't, that's not how you get I mean, you have to try a little bit. You have well, to, the thing you have is, to put that, some effort into it because faith without works is dead. But, but but you only have those good works when you're truly in yeah. Christ. The, when you when you're doing good things and you don't know who Christ is, you're doing it. You have an agenda. You're, you're not, doing it for yourself. You're not getting to heaven by giving the you're homeless be, guy on the corner yeah, a dollar every day and recording day. yourself while you do it. <laughs> well, that is either not going to get you into heaven, brothers no. and sisters. That's just <laughs> preposterous, and it's like. When you're when you don't know who Christ is, you're you're doing those good things, or if you don't have a real relationship with Christ and you're you're following the the um, prosperity gospel, you're doing those good things to bolster yourself, and that puts it in your control. Mm-hmm. Nothing that we have here is in our control. No, that is the whole point. That is why you cannot work your way into heaven. Because yeah, he'll never not, do that. It's not in our control, guys. Like Christ will give you those opportunities and your decisions in those moments. 
you know, when you when he is inside you, when he dwells within you and he, you have the Holy Spirit, you're going to do good things. Yeah. But you're not doing it to make yourself feel good. You're not doing it for any personal agenda. You're doing it because you know Christ is like, you gotta, do this for your, to do this for your brother. Do this for your the sister. best. The best exercise to do in that is to turn that turn the social media noise off, turn the TV off, get in your Bible and just get dive into the Word, and immediately you'll you'll see a, such a shift inside of you internally. Yeah, that is like, oh man, it's fifteen it's minutes. Not guys. for me. It's not. It's not about minutes. me. It's it's for a better purpose. Like Jim said tonight, how long is eternity? It's hmm. heavy, man. We're only here as a vapor. You know, we're only here for a short, short period of time. How long is eternity? And we're worried about X, Y, and Z getting, when all we need to worry about job, getting that is right here in this book. Getting all this stuff in the world, man. We... We're so focused on that. Self- yeah, self- or we're self- so self-feeding. we're so selfish. We we're just naturally selfish. I mean, it still goes right back to it. We're so worried about us, yet we didn't check up on anybody. Is your brother saved? Is your sister saved? Mm-hmm. Is your neighbor saved? Is your best friend saved? Is your aunt saved? Is your mom and is dad your saved? Wife, is your husband is your wife saved? saved? I mean, that's what we were getting into, and and we kind of we kind of got on this topic, which is yeah, good. Yeah, we skirted I, it, but but we got a part two of Christian dating and and getting into Christian marriage coming it'll, up. It'll come up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And before this podcast is over, I need to clear the air. On I think I was going on a bit of a tangent last time we did a podcast on tri- Christian dating that I was like all my exes turned me into an alcoholic and <laughs> made my life crazy. And, Let's play and, the and yeah, no. Okay. And that's, that's clearly <laughs> not the truth. It takes two to tango. Oh, I shouldn't have said um, that. Does that can get copyrighted? Huh? I doubt it because I had no idea what you were even saying, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. So I want to apologize to anybody who might've got offended on that, but cause I have some ex-girlfriend and guys, you can have ex-girlfriends and boyfriends that, it just didn't work out. That doesn't mean you have to hate each other. Sometimes it gets real nasty, but not all the time. And and there's there's people that I've dated out there for a very long time. Key, and key point there is that it takes two to tango. And, yeah. And and the ending of a relationship. And if you're not equally just yoked, it's just yeah. not gonna work. You can't push wet noodles. You know, you can't you can't make something that's not meant to be. So yeah. so there are there there's people out there that that I still respect and. And uh, have a love for and, and uh, you know, very friendly with. And sometimes it just didn't work and whatever. But so I wanted to clear the air on that. Not everybody well, made me an alcohol. And it's not, I picked up, the, nobody put alcohol in my mouth. No, and, yeah, it's your choices. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we're kind of talking about. But here, if you yeah. try to push wet noodles, you go crazy and you start doing things like drinking heavily. Yeah, you try to feel... You're just fighting a brick wall. You try to, to calm the frustration of trying to do something that doesn't work. Um, you're trying to, like, escape that frustration, you know? Yeah. And that's... That's just... That's life, man. And in Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death. Boom. Hmm. So what does that mean? Your life's going to be miserable if you're living a sinful life. And guess what? You're going to die. We're all sinners. We're all sinners. But 
the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So there's a way out. But no. We need to, that's that's why it's so important, guys. Like, look at those around you. Are you are you setting that good example? Are you being that 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 Christian Jesus follower that that you know ask gets people asking you questions saying, Hey, what why did you step out when we were all talking about right. those pretty girls we saw? Because yeah. man, you know, we I, talk I, about everything we me, have, man. the cars and yeah, yeah, that's me too. I hate that, but um, but I find I catch myself getting trapped in that. Like too, my you know? my boy Titus here in chapter chapter three verse five, he saved us not because of righteous things we have done. Okay. He didn't die for us because he's like they're so good, they're perfect. Yeah. So I'm gonna get tortured to death. No. But because of his mercy, he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. Yep. Not because of all this crazy good stuff that you do. It's not why Jesus died. He died for us because we can't get it right. And he loved us so much that he wants to give us a second chance. He gave us a get out of jail free card. Yeah. And people are too embarrassed or ashamed. Oh, that's lame. The biggest thing, this is the biggest thing that I fight. Like, why do people hate the idea of Christ so bad? What what is there to hate? Yeah, what do you what for? do you lose? Do you... Like you, you hate because he loves everybody. Mm-hmm. He ate with the sinners. Mm-hmm. He just didn't partake in their activities, but he sat and ate with the sinners, the crazies, the thieves, yeah. the liars, the adulterers, the bad guys. Mm-hmm. He didn't. That didn't mean he had to do what they did, but he. But people are like, oh, well, no, thing. you're his just presence, Jesus freak. His presence either had them running away from him or giving up their whole lives and turning around and repenting and turning from their sin and following him. You know, that's that's just his presence. That's When you come into contact with Christ like that, when you have that, when that relationship and you've sitting there and you've prayed in, in his name yeah. and you said, hey, I want to know you. Please, when you call to him, he comes, and you. when you actually sit there and you hear him, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to run from him, or you're going to embra- go into that embrace. You're going to break down and be embraced by him. Yeah. And I don't think I know anybody that is, well, I know that people have fought it, but I don't think anybody I've known that has totally run when they when they've truly experienced Christ in some way shape or form have you mm, no i've heard of stories of like but christian like you, artists and stuff like that that yeah and then I they're guess. like oh no and they do this well that's that's getting all encompassed in that the uh whatever they call it yeah like i'm like that's but that's only because they want to live that wild and crazy lifestyle and mm-hmm. I don't know. When you truly, when you some people, you can't. can't. I've heard people say like, "Well, I'm young. I'm just getting it out of my system now." I'm like, "Die tomorrow, dude." Oh yeah, dude. I'm so lucky. I don't know. I should have been one of those statistics of all the kids that have passed out on this highway here, dude. How many kids have died on this highway out here? It's like. 
nobody is immune to death and, and, no. and it can literally come and it's it's not waiting for you no and it, it is heartbreaking man it it just it it's it is that's life it's brutal yeah that's why it's we need to just you need to talk about jesus and what he's done in your life and and you know into our dating and our in our you know, before you even start dating a girl, like, what's so wrong with saying, hey, you know, yeah, I would like to go to dinner with you and maybe at dinner say, hey, what's your relationship with Christ? Mm-hmm. You're going to know immediately, like, the re- yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Do dude. we go on date number two or not? <laughs> that's the thing, too, is like when you start talking, like to just just talking about like mm-hmm. what Christ has done for you sometimes isn't enough because mm-hmm. I've known I've been on date where man i'm talking about christ the whole right. time and then and then it got to a point you where... gotta walk the walk though and 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 that's gonna be that's gonna be really easy that's gonna be you know you you could have this conversation about your relationship with christ and they can agree with you tell they're blue in the face and then but when you're walking out and being obedient to it mm-hmm. they're like oh, okay it's just not talking mm-hmm. and either one or two things are gonna happen they're gonna they're gonna stick around and they're gonna walk this journey with you and you're going to have an amazing life together or they're going to be like, Ooh, I need to go find somebody else. Cause mm-hmm. this is not my cup of tea. Yeah. And God will let you know right away. And when you fight it, when you try to push wet noodles, Oh man, <laughs> it never works. Yeah. yeah. No, it never works. It's, it's not fun. And but so there's always there. a reason. There's always something that you're you learn from it. All of it. Yeah. Every experience that you have in life, you know, is it's God is trying to teach you something. And, yeah. And when you have that perspective, it is just powerful, guys. It is. Don't sit there and say, "Man, why is this happening to me?" Life and you know so what else terrible. is a great feeling too is when you have a friend, or you have a significant other that genuinely prays for you. Mm-hmm. Real prayers, yeah. Like, my wife is a perfect example. It's like out of the blue. Sometimes she's like, "Yeah, I've been, I've been praying for you," and I'm like, "What?" Mm-hmm. But she doesn't make it a point when I come home. Say, "I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you." I'm praying. She just does it, and then and then tells something you, when happens. She tells you about it, it's when you need to know it, right? Yeah, right? it's like you something happens, or you know, and you're you're not really understanding what's going on. She's like, "Well, I've been I've been praying for you," and. It's sometimes it's good or sometimes it's bad, you know, what the situation might be. But, and then you got, when you got good friends that say, Hey, I'll be praying for you. You know that they're, they're really going to do it. Mm -hmm. That's good to surround yourself with people like that. Cause my friend circle, if I was to say to him, I'm going to pray for you there, I'm going to get the middle finger. Like, oh, yeah, you do that, weirdo. I think you need new friends, bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> pushing them wet noodles. <laughs> no, that's But see, some that's of them. For real, pushing wet noodles, man. You do that no. in relationships. So, do that at work. You do it anyway. Yeah, and, and the friends that would be the wet noodles, I associate with them every now and then, but I see them once a year, mm-hmm. where I used to see them all the time. And then I had friends that made a joke about this for a little while, and then they realized after five years, I still wasn't giving up. Yeah. Um, that now only talk to me respectfully or they'll ask questions. Sometimes I'm 
what's the difference between a Catholic and a Mormon? Like, okay, well, they're both crazy. (laughs) We love you. We love you guys, but from a distance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm, this is this is the biggest thing, man. We but, we don't want to see any anybody, you know. Like I said, in hell, and that's that. You know, for we me, had a. I don't we, want to see that, and I didn't. I don't want any of my friends to do that. I don't want anybody I encounter. I brought that up to tonight that. because we had a funeral of a young person here, mm-hmm. and there was so many people wondering what he, the situation like. Did he, did he know Christ? Did he not know Christ? I don't know if the family ever went to church. Yeah. And that there was so many, and even myself was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then it was, no, the comfort in that was during the service, somebody had said that they, they accepted Christ in uh, vacation Bible school. So he knew Christ. He knew who he was. Yeah. But I don't want. In, I don't ever want to go to a funeral again where people are like, "That's horrible." Dude. You know, I wonder if he's in heaven. Is he in hell? What do you think? Especially for a young person. Yeah, yeah. Especially right now, the with the garbage that's going on out there. I just seen a thing on a podcast today. A clip of two transgender parents that had their son at six years old transitioned into a girl. Like they had the hormone replacements and all that stuff. And this kid's like 11, 12 now. And it's like, go to that funeral. Then Oh, man. And that's it's, because Christ is out of everything. It's not in the schools. It's not in It's not even just, the, and that can't even be the excuse anymore. Like every, all the old It's school, not at home. Yeah. Rick always brings that it's up. It's not at home. It's, the deterioration of the home has been, played such a big role not, for the devil to just This like, is hey. raising your kids. This is raising your kids. I know it's easy sometimes to have this. This is draining the parents. <laughs> it's it's you're plugged into here all what, day, twenty four seven. Feed. What's in your YouTube? I mean, I know we're streaming all this stuff on those things, but it's like Just we're trying to if be you're that, gonna that, do it anyways. We're trying to at least get something into your head. We're trying to yeah. It's get out of the na- that to make your algorithm a little clean it up. That's like, how many of you would hand your phone to Jesus right now and say, go ahead and go through my search history? Yeah. <laughs> right now, like, he walks in the room wherever you're at. It's like that old saying, if Jesus knocked on your door, is your house clean enough to let him in? Yeah. Would you let him in? <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is not going to be good. I'm, I'm not going to let him stand outside, <laughs> but... I'm gonna come. I'm just coming out too. And going. what they're talking about is is here. Yeah. Is this clean enough to let Christ in? These two places, man. Yeah. I mean, they, and neither of them are clean. No. And so clean them up because he could come knocking at any moment. Or this right here, if I mean, it's the same thing. 
if Christ showed up to your house and said, can I see your phone? Are you okay? It's like, it's like when your girlfriend or somebody's, let me see your phone and you instantly start to sweat. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. And then as they're doing this, ladies don't do that. Like that's dumb. You're just looking for trouble. If you can't trust your man, then you need to have that talk and stop pushing wet noodles. Because pushing them noodles, man. Yeah, because if you if you're that paranoid, just stop. Just stop. But fellas, if you don't want your lady to be don't get on stuff that you don't want your lady to see. Better yet, don't get on stuff you wouldn't want Jesus to see. Because he can see it anyways. News flash. He doesn't need to take your phone. He's watching you all the time, so just that's that. But yeah, could you hand this to him and say Yeah, it's it's scary, and and these kids are growing up in a generation right now that's just everywhere they turn, it just gets dirtier and crazier. There's so much confusion. And then they tell you know we're Christian men telling these young men to go out there and you know approach everything in love, and they're like, (laughs) it's like I'm I I was sharing with my FCA kids this morning, like, yeah, we're in Calhan and Peyton and Simla and Lyman and Kiowa and Elbert and Ellicott. And it's, 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 it's a little bit here. It's a little more extreme in the inner cities and the big cities, Denver, Colorado Springs, Pueblo, big schools. Yeah. There's not a huge transgender problem. On the Eastern Plains, it's there. I've seen it, mm-hmm. but it's 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 no, not. No, here's it's the not thing. a majority. Here's the thing: it's the sin problem is the same everywhere. Oh, it is. It's a problem everywhere, but it's everywhere. That it's, specific. That specific. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of confusion from that. Stuff but the way I look at it is like, how do you equip these kids now to go now from Calhan School to CU Boulder? And get drop kicked in the face with this whole culture shock and still approach that in love. That's well, that's why it's important to, to get that seed plan right now at a young age. Yeah. That's why we're doing the youth thing. I mean, youth ministry is one of those things that has kind of a stigma to it. I, I'm sure some of you know, or it's, <laughs> it's where people send their parents so that they don't have to teach their kids about Christ. No, no, no. That's not what we're doing. No. And remember when you tried to destroy my dreams of youth that ministry mean, with Vody Bauckham? You made me watch it. Well, guess what I, I was make watching? You do, did I make Vody you pick Bauckham, up that bottle, bro? No, no. you made me watch vote our fav- one of our favorite ministers. That's a little different than drinking booze. <laughs> but guess what Vody Bauckham tore apart today? The Chosen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I can't wait to send this to because I, I love you and I don't like destroying <laughs> things that you that you like hey man the only thing I like is Jesus man dude you can't just all say Jesus. all right that's it bro I mean uh, fair enough it's the only reason I'm here dude it's the reason we're both here we're, we're like I said and I I said this during announcements on Sundays me and Kevin we give each other a hard time and <laughs> that was good 
you know, we pick on each other. We do it all in love. We have fun. We try to make being a Christian man fun again to let people know that we can still pick on each other and laugh and, and then take it serious when we need to take it serious. And we've had those serious conversations. Yeah. Um, but we, we're just two guys trying to get it right with the rest of you guys. I mean, we're not, like I've said it a million times, we're not theologians. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're just trying to plant a seed and watch the Holy Spirit grow. And it's it's moving in us. It's growing in us. And we're trying to stay on the right track. Yeah, see, I mean, we mess up more than That's the cool thing, man, is like doing this and... and it's only grown since down the first time. on ourselves. Oh, yeah. I know for you and I know for me, mine's kind of been this battle. Like coming oh, yeah. to this youth thing, I was having a hard time because I'm like, man... I'm not ready for this. I don't know how I got here, but then I'm praying about it. I'm like, Lord, everything, every situation I've been in, you've put me there. Right. And, and, and I, and I trust him. Right. I trust him and, over myself. And that's how I got here. And it ended up being great. You know, and all these you guys, know, you know, like, the deacons, a few of them text me today and they were, Hey brother, we can't be there tonight, but you know, We've been praying for you all day. Tim texted and said, you know, the whole board had been praying for us all day today. And, you know, he ended it with just uh, keep your focus on Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, go knock him, knock it out of the park, brother. You and Kevin got this. You know, you guys are such a good influence. And even before this really became a serious, we're going to do this kind of thing. Uh, Rick would say things like, you know, Kevin's perfect for that because these kids they do they look up to you because they see the tattoos <laughs> they see the the cool personality you know the like man that guy's been through some stuff yeah that's the same and thing then you're though. here doing this so i mean it's like rick told me you know one time yeah this is just this is two you two are the best to to talk to these young guys and let them know that, Hey, we're just a couple of knuckleheads like you are. Yeah. We've been faced with some really hard decisions and, and choices that bad choices we've made in our life, but yeah. we're standing proof right here to say you're never too far gone to get back where you need to be. It's you just, know, you got to devote 15 minutes of your time every day. Yeah. And let me tell you what, when you guys really get into the, your, your, whatever your ministry is, whatever you want to do and, you're going to have people, a lot of people that are the closest to you and your church family and everybody that's going to come at you and they're going to say, Hey, you need to slow down. You're, you know, you're too doing too much. You're going to get burnout. Trusting God in those moments. You know, your, your marriage is going to go through rocky patterns. And I'm like, you know, I'd rather have my marriage go through a rocky pattern, devoting my life to Christ than me sitting at a bar. And or, that's why your marriage is in channels. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like but my marriage is by no this is by no means yeah, no, 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 no. stepping into any of that. Me and my wife have had this conversation. Yeah. She pushes me to do these things. Um This is Christ led. But I'm, what difference. I'm trying to get at is the more you guys put into your Christian walk, the harder it's gonna be and the more people and those people that come out of the woodwork, they mean well. And it it doesn't mean that they're trying to steer you away from doing this, 
but that's just Satan using his demons to try to discourage you to get out of it. And believe me, in the last six months, he has really turned up burner. Because I think he right, thought bro. me and you were just a couple of jokes. Well, he does. That's what he he wants us to believe that that he's like These he knows guys he are... knows that we're not, but he knows that in our minds we second guess ourselves. So he wants us to believe in that. Well, and Satan can't read your mind, no, but, but he, he can influence it. He only thinks that we second guess ourselves because that's all we've done our entire life. Yep. He's seen the proof. He's sainted. And he's like, these two idiots are not, they can't. They're not. They're, yeah, yeah. Their attention and, span is. And that's why we hit on the point that, you know, we struggle every day. We are not we perfect. We get it wrong more times than we get it right. True true believers are not perfect. No. And and if you, he who says, or cast the first stone, he who is sinless, right? Yeah. Nobody did. That was, this was back when. The Pharisees and the Sadducees thought that they were perfect. And Christ said, cast the first stone if you've yeah. never sinned. Go ahead right now. <laughs> what He's saw. the only one that could have done that. Yeah. And he said, you think she needs to be punished for her crimes? <laughs> you throw the first stone if you have never done anything wrong in your life. Go. Do you know what it would have sucked if he said that? And that lady's like, oh, <laughs> And he threw the rock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, I, 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 I said I had to do it. I said it. I didn't. Uh, that was that was that was like at a, that was like at a five. You don't want to see me throw a ten. Yeah, you're safe now. Don't turn from your sins and go <laughs> yeah. away. No, that's yeah. that's the thing, man. Like we're, it's this is about Christ. This isn't about us. This isn't about you know things that were said tonight. That's like time is is nigh. Mm-hmm. Time is now. Yeah, like let's let's we let's want change these, our lives, guys. Let's let's. We want these young guys to go. I mean, guys can, and girls. We want you. We want them to go home. We want them to think about this. We want them to go to school and talk about Christ like they're talking about the tires they just put on their truck. Yeah, or the or the new car they got, baseball or, game, yeah. or whatever it is that they're talking about. It's so easy and so second nature for them to have a full blown out conversation about silly things. Why can't we have this conversation about Christ and, you know, his life and try to walk more like, like man, I, if everybody in a high school could walk more like Christ, oh, man, that'd be an incredible place to be. But it starts with these high guys. school being very that good. That very no, it was good not. No. Kind of yeah, rough. there's a lot of bad things. And, I, and, and that's kind of why I brought that up tonight, too, is like, you know, your testimony is great. Talking about Jesus is great. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's being that one individual that says, you know, oh, come on, let's let's go drink. Come on, let's go drink. Do this real quick. Chug this bottle. Now nah, I'm good. Oh, I thought you were saying be that one individual that says, that says nah, come on, let's go I'm drink good. this bottle. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And then that's they, not and then what they, we're teaching crew, at Street Smart Christian. Your whole crew will be like, what happened to you? And you just say, no, man, that's just not for me. I'm, I'm not doing that. And, you know, it's, you walk away from that. You're probably going to get a wedgie, but it's a wedgie for Christ. Worth it. <laughs> they don't give wedgies anymore. Do they give wedgies more? I don't know. Anymore, guys? The kids, I don't know. The kids that don't watch this? Yeah, ladies that are in your 50s and 60s. girls ever did wedgies. Did girls ever do wedgies? I hope not. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to what girl. 
I don't. I think girls were more verbal and emotional. They yeah, weren't. They emotions. weren't more. They weren't physical. They didn't do like nowadays. They are. Oh uh, yeah, they probably fight a lot more. But guys were more hands on, like wet willies and Dunk wedgies and swirlies, swirlies and yeah, doing just despicable things like that. I, I think girls had kicked. more of that psychological warfare, where there was more rumors and gossip, and teasing. And... Yeah, kill them. Kill them with words. Yes, it was it was nasty. It's dirty out there. Yeah, and now now they call them what keyboard cowboys and trolls. Yeah, they just go behind the screen and say spread all these rumors and then don't do that. Oof, that ruins lives. Yeah, what is, there's a lot of talk about gossip in the Bible. Don't do it. Yeah, don't. It's really yeah. bad. Ah, uh, don't do it. I think it's a commandment. Don't, don't. do it. And that's hard. I mean, yeah, because you think of gossip as one thing, but then you're sitting there doing exactly. You're, you talk trash about someone that just left the room. That's <laughs> gossip, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's literally if gossip. If you can't say it to somebody's face, then uh, you're gossiping. Now I that, know that people I know like to say, I don't do gossip. And then they talk about their husband. And there is a difference between gossip and then talking about helping somebody and bringing up their flaw. I mean, like if I was like, if they're flaws, you should bring it up to them, right? Well, yeah, and let's say I do a lot of times, and then it's just not working. So I'm like, Rick, I gotta talk to you about Kevin, man. He's just not getting it right, and I have tried everything. I've prayed. I've talked to him about it. I just want your advice and how yeah, but I see, should that's help. That's not gossip. You're trying to help. Well, yeah, that's what I'm trying to explain. But you were making it sound like if you're not there and I'm talking about you, it's gossip. No, it's gossip when I'm like, hey, Rick, do you know that Kevin doesn't shower? And I think that's that's disgusting. That's not true. He smells bad. He, you my, know. My deodorant doesn't work, dude. I have to switch it out every he, week. Yeah. You know, that's gossip. Or if I'm like, do you know what I think was like the stupidest thing was when Kevin had a man bun? That's yes. gossip. Yeah, you've done that on this podcast. To your face. You were right here, so that's not gossip. <laughs> <laughs> now if i was you know engaging in some of the comments that came in that would kind of yeah be they all gossiping about me <laughs> meredith apologized she's like hey you know teach their own did she that's yeah, not really an apology a, i think well, apology i'm like, sorry kevin no she didn't say she's <laughs> maybe there was sorry on there and she said hey kevin's sorry like you know it's do your own thing you know, oh Jesus, my brother, and I was like, "Don't say you're sorry. Like, don't ever do that." So you're again. just a bully. That's gossip. No, becomes not gossip yeah, when you just do it in front of them. Isn't, isn't it true? Like, a little bit of bullying is is good for a guy. I don't know. We should. I you know. <laughs> is I was that never it? a bully. That was the end of it. That's it. Bullying yeah. is good. <laughs> is that what you just said? Are you condoning? No, I said a little bit. <laughs> no, just a little bit of Make bullying. the skin tough, you know? No, I think... Um... <sighs> I think it's... Here at Street Smart Christian Ministries, we do not condone... Is that the right word? Condone yeah. bullying? Yeah. yeah. We don't promote bullying in any way shape or form thank you 
Thank you. <laughs> we only <laughs> we are only here to help build strong Christian leaders, male and female. Yeah, don't don't be a bully, guys. Don't do that. I'm just saying. Protect, it. protect. That's something that is important. Protect, yeah. protect each other. Stand up for each other. Stand up for Christ, guys. Guys and girls, stand up for Christ. Stand up. Don't be afraid to do it. You're going to get made fun of. That's bullying. And that's, that's yeah. Christ will protect you against those giants. Don't, don't be afraid to stand up. Be that example for your friends, your, your brothers and sisters, the people that you care about, your significant others, your, your coworkers. Be that light in this dark, dark world because it is scary out there, and and you know, it doesn't. You don't. You can be ten years old all the way up to ninety nine. Be the light. Christ is there. Just accept him. Just talk to him. Did uh, did you did you have scrunchies? Yeah, hair ties. You mean? <laughs> you had to. Go, did you have to like buy them? Yeah. <laughs> That's scrunchies. They, They're not called scrunchies anymore, Adam. Did you? Uh, this isn't the 1950s. Did you find them in the men's section? There's no such thing. So you had to buy hair ties, dude. This day and age, there's no sections. <laughs> Change no, there is. Gender. If they have female <laughs> things like, like whatever they need, women need that's not in the man's aisle. <laughs> that's where you were buying hair ties. Um, no, it's actually in the um, they have women hair care products. They got like no, you flat, know what the truth. Irons. I had. One of my girlfriends, she bought me a bunch of them. Yeah, that's a good one. It's just like when you go and buy stuff for your 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 girl. Yeah, girl stuff for a girl. Yeah. Not girl stuff for your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to shave my head now. All right. Okay. All right. Next time you see me. All right. All right. He's shaved me into this. Yeah. He bullied me into this, guys. Yeah. Here at Street Smart Christian, we, however, do not promote bullying in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Here at Street Smart Christian, we only promote love um, and building strong, faithful Christian leaders. With that being said, please join us every Wednesday night here at Living Word Community Church. Calhan, Colorado from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. where we are going to go through the E3 Discipleship book from the FCA. It's youth night, high school. All schools are invited. Please spread the word. Help it spread the word. Amen. We'll put flyers back online. Share them. What's a flyer? Uh, paper that I put online. You liked it. So. Paper that you put online? Yeah, and I also put a link to our website on there, too. You can't Did put you paper know? online, dude.
This is why you have. You sound really silly right now. This is why they are bullies, kids. And this is what happens when you used to have a man bun. <laughs> With that, guys, we're going to close this out in prayer and get home ourselves. Um, be safe out there. Uh, it's Wednesday night as we're recording this, so hopefully everybody. I'll probably I got the tomorrow off, so we might have this put out by tomorrow afternoon. No, oh, dang! My internet is super slow, guys, so that's why it takes long time. You should get Starknet or whatever. If you ever say Starknet again, <laughs> Starlink. Yeah, that's what I said. You said Starknet. <laughs> Elon Musk, I am sorry that he called your internet service <laughs> Starknet, but Starlink uh, here is pretty good, and we're working on getting that. I have HughesNet, and HughesNet is the world's worst internet service that ever was invented, so um, it takes me a while. I ed- editing thing is no problem. I have it edited in 20 minutes. Because you don't edit them. Yeah, what do you think the little video is at the beginning and at the end? That's not editing, that's adding. What am I supposed to edit? You haven't said anything really silly in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) We don't say, we don't curse, we don't bring up people's names anymore. You never edited those out anyway. Yeah, I didn't. One of them we just didn't put out because we name dropped a lot. And it wasn't anything bad. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But one day I'll edit it. But it, it wasn't anything bad against anybody. We just weren't cautious about whose name we're throwing out on the internet. Well, you put it out as like... Well, yeah, and it was nothing bad. We didn't talk bad about anybody. We were just talking... Now you have to put it out because everybody's going to think that we were, it was a horrible thing. I got to find it. You have to prove it. Okay. It's on a USB, probably, because at one point that's how we Yeah, we, I still got all the USBs. Then we upgraded and upgraded and upgraded. Now we have two cool microphones, a soundboard, and we have a, a laptop. Is that working smarter? or? Yeah, it's working smarter. We're not up in the crow's nest. Remember when it took us like two hours to upload it onto a flash drive? Yeah. Was like Since the, then, it's taken the about 10 seconds. Did one? Third time, maybe? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Then your dad gave us the one that has a lot of memory. Yeah, the big hard drive. Which I usually transfer. I have to transfer it onto that from here onto that and then that onto my computer at home where I have two screens. One side that's showing all the You don't just plug that computer into your one at home? No, because the other one has all my editing software already on it. So I got one screen over here that is playing this. And then this screen over here, I can add pictures and things like that. You have two screened up? Yeah. Yeah, I got two screens at work. Yeah. That they pay no attention to. Who? Your work. You well, said they don't even, they didn't even look at what you did. No, that the archive I cleaned. Mm. The records, man. Clean your archives. Yes. <laughs> clean your archives and you don't have to you don't want to get out of it by Jesus nope clean it out mm-hmm. you don't have to tell me about it 
don't take my word for it. I mean, <laughs> yes, you got to re- repent to Christ. <laughs> words, Adam. I Those were good words. You don't have to tell me about your problems. Tell. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, you never listen to me. You just <laughs> jump to conclusions. Like you're always trying to just get me to slip. Don't tell me about your archives. Tell and clean it out. But it says share with your brother. Yeah, but sometimes I don't want to hear about. Something? Yeah, find a good friend better than me. I mean, I'll listen to some stuff, but mm, we better wrap this up and pray because you're starting to play with (laughs) equipment. Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity to get together. We thank you for the young men and women that were here this evening and come to fellowship and, and, and praise you, God. And it's all you. This is all your ministry, Father. And we just ask that you be with each and every one of us as we go on with the rest of our week. Keep everybody safe as we're supposed to experience some icky weather tomorrow. So we just want, wish that you keep everybody safe and warm. We ask that you be with us. For the rest of the week, God, and I just, I ask for patience. Give me, grant me patience. That's all. That's what I would love to have. And especially when people play with their microphone stands when I'm praying. Father God, we love you so much. And it's in your precious and powerful name we pray these things. Amen. Amen. <laughs> in my headphones, it's so loud. It's like, ping, ping. <laughs> all right, guys, love you. Love you. What did you do? <laughs> Which one is it? It's a regular. Still regular. That. No. It sounds like. That sounds really, really loud on your headphones there. Yeah. And. Sounds like there's a lot of feedback. No, it's just really loud. Bye, Street Squad. Yeah. Yeah.